Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, hello. Welcome to Bachelor Blab. We made it, guys. We made it. Peter's season is over. I just, I mean, I don't know if people love Taylor Swift, but in my head right now, I'm just singing, like, out of the woods. Like, we're out of the woods. <laughs> we're in the clear. Yeah, good. We, we are. are guys, we are in the clear. We are in the clear. Don't you worry. Wow, what a season. Um, what a ride. I feel like it wasn't really a ride, though, till this week. And I really do feel like these last two episodes did make me forgive a lot of the bullshit we got put through this whole season, but... I was the happiest last night that I have been watching The Bachelor in a problem, like in at least in The Bachelor, like not Bachelorette, in a long time. Like I was just. It was so good. It was great it. television, especially at the end. I mean, we'll get to it, but like the Maddie oh. Barb showdown, I just like could not believe this was happening on my television. I couldn't have wished for anything greater. That's true. I truly couldn't, except for a Kelly, Kelly, Kelly ending, but. We'll get to that, too. Yeah. Why was she there? Why were you there, Kelly? Um, she posted something that was like, uh, even I don't know. I think they were just trying to, like, throw us red herrings. Like, they were trying to, like, you know, make fun of me in my tinfoil hat for the Kelly ending that I was hoping for. It was rude. Like, Neil Lane being there was weird, too. <laughs> I know. All of it, I think, was just <laughs> to throw us off. Because Chris Harrison kept saying, you think you know the ending and you don't. So I think they just wanted us to think it was something wild like that. Or maybe they were hoping that in the end, more or something different would happen. I think they were at least hoping for some sort of happy ending with Peter and Madison. Like, Chris Harrison was pushing for, like, right, at least, like, a, a reconciliation tried. of, like, oh, you guys are gonna date now. In a perfect world, I think they were hoping for an engagement. They'll take, like, a Cassie Colton running off to the wind dating <laughs> situation, but they didn't get that. And, um, woof. Woof. Especially considering the fact that Peter... And Madison have not reached out to the public in any way, shape, or form. They have not posted on their Instagram stories. They have not tweeted. They have not posted a picture other than their, like, obligated picture. Like, I think what Peter posted, it was, like, a picture of one of him, one of him and Hannah Ann, one of him and Madison, one of, like, him and a kangaroo. Just, like, the general, like, this is the finale of The Bachelor and these are the people that are left yeah. type post. And that was probably on Monday. So since all this has gone down, we have not heard from them which is crazy to me considering the tradition is they usually do Kimmel mm -hmm. and then they red eye to New York and then they do all the press circuits and they're on every single morning talk show in New York today and they're nowhere to be seen they're nowhere to be found which I think so the reaction I was getting like the overall general reaction that I was getting from people today was that they felt really unsettled by the ending yes. and they felt like they didn't have a clear ending or a closure and I responded to that kind of like, just kind of like, I didn't feel that way at all. But here's why I think I feel that way. I didn't, I wasn't going to be happy. I said weeks ago, I wasn't going to be happy how this ends. I don't really care about Peter. I don't think that he's really a great guy. I don't think he was a good pick for The Bachelor. But we've been saying this for weeks. Like, I just wanted this to be over. And they finished it in a way that was so messy that it made it so entertaining that I was like, finally. Like, I just don't care. Like, sure, I want to know because I'm nosy. Like, I want to know what's happening with him and Madison and with the family. And we'll get into all of that. Like, I want to know. But... Quite frankly, it doesn't matter to me. I cared about Hannah B and Tyler C. I cared a lot about that. I don't care. Uh, I kind of do. I do feel a little bit unsettled. Like, yeah. I have been watching this man and these girls for 
weeks now and to just leave it on a very like because I don't know what's happening now like are are Peter and Madison a couple we don't know are they not a couple especially after everything that happened with the live show like what is Peter gonna go back to his house like sleeping in his mom's house tonight like with Madison is Madison like I just I hope that he at least sprung for a hotel room with his new bachelor earnings you would think but um yeah who knows so, but in which case, okay, wait, so then are Peter and Madison going to, like, what, stay in a hotel room together in L.A.? But, like, how do her religious views work into that? Like, did Peter just, like, sign himself off from sex until him and Madison get married? Which is literally not happening anytime soon. Like, Part of me honestly feels, like, after last night, like, they are not even together. Like, I, I don't know how you could be together with someone after something like that. Yeah. Should we just get into it? I think we or should. We, should. We'll backtrack a little bit. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You all know the story. We're just going to quickly go through the story yeah. so that we feel like we're in order. And then we'll talk about what we really want to talk about, which is the yeah. ending. Um, well, so I think my main takeaways from night one of the finale were just that it was incredibly clear to me that Peter loved Madison more than he loved Hannah Ann. But at the end of the day... Everyone around him was coming, including Madison, they were all coming to terms with the fact that, like, they are not compatible. Like, they, his family says it, Madison says it, and then sends herself home. And when Peter's saying things like, you know, Hannah Ann is literally the most perfect person, and we have a perfect relationship, I wouldn't change anything. Madison, we have all these problems. So, like, to his family, how do you expect his family to respond to them? I don't know, I was just getting very frustrated because it's like, Peter, why are you trying to constantly force this when... It's not happening, bud. Oh, bud. Oh, bud. <laughs> um, yeah, I think. I mean, I'm like reading back on my notes now. Like, yeah. none of it even seems important now, right. knowing what we know. But I like it was just very clear that his family liked Hannah Ann more than Madison. I mean, we find out later that like maybe she was rude. Like maybe there was more. But even in her interviews, like it didn't really seem like, or in, not in her interviews, in her talking with the family from what we saw, which we clearly didn't see everything, right. it didn't really seem like she wanted to be there. So it, it just didn't really seem like she wanted to be there, and I'll talk more I'm going to challenge that a little bit, only in the sense that I think Madison is getting a little bit of a bad rep from the family in the sense that she's, my understanding of the Weber family is they are a little, a little crazy, but like so open, so loving, like, like, I feel like Barb on a good day, like, hugs everyone and is like, hi, yeah. hello, welcome to my home. Yeah. Like, and very emotional and very forthcoming with that. And my understanding of Madison is that she's a much more, like, reserved, quiet, shy, not so willing to, like, you know the type of people. There are some people that are just, like, as soon as they meet someone, they click, they connect their best, best friends and hugging and kissing. And Madison does not seem like that type of person. She's just more shy she's more reserved she's and that's just a personality thing that I just think makes her not fit in with the family but that doesn't mean she necessarily like was rude to them I think that could have been maybe misunderstood as just like oh this is just like not the type of person she is as someone who like I sometimes <laughs> can come off to people that I don't know very well as like yeah. more reserved and not very like forthcoming with like my deepest darkest secrets and that I feel like people always interpret that for me when I'm more reserved as like, oh, she's cold, she's a bitch, like she doesn't want to get to know us. When I think sometimes 
I think sometimes people get like misunderstood in that sense. I think that's a fair point, but I also think that we have to remember that Madison had already met Peter's family. Valid. I keep this forgetting that. This was not that. the first time that <laughs> she was meeting the Webbers. She's already met the Webbers, not just his immediate family, but extended family, family friends. Yeah. And that date, that first date, was a really positive day. He said his family loved her. Like she seemed to be very comfortable. So I, I have to challenge you back a little that's bit and fair. say it's not like she was walking in for the first time, having to follow up after Hannah Ann. Obviously, their views of the situation were a little bit tarnished by, you know, what we find out is that they have to wait and that she didn't even want to meet them. I mean, to me, that's the biggest issue. Like, they should not feel like you don't want to meet them. Or if you really don't want to meet them, then don't meet them and leave. Right. Which brings us to, so blah, 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 (laughs) Madison ends up leaving. Well, Yeah. yeah, Madison ends up leaving. And I was like, this is great. She said, as much as we want this, I don't know if we can give each other what we need. Um, Right. When it comes to marriage, when it comes to faith, when it comes to lifestyle, like, it's just not matching. And she leaves. And in that moment, I was like, yes, I had the most respect for Madison in that moment because I saw her sticking to her beliefs and saying this isn't going to work and being reasonable. And it was just great. I mean, the bugs were eating them alive. <laughs> but And all of those things still ring true now, right? Like, nothing that has changed. Nothing in, has changed. Yes. In these couple months where... So that's just what's very frustrating to me now, like doing a little side jump. Yeah. It's like, Matt, you made the right decision then, and it sucks. Like, we have all been there where, like, you, it really doesn't matter. You can love someone so much and, and be great and get along in the moment, but like, compatibility is a part of a relationship in a lot yeah. of ways. My, and it sucks. And so, But sometimes you just, that's the, that's the process of dating, though, right? Yeah. Like, that's why you date different kinds of people yes. and you kind of see what kind of lifestyle and kind of what traits you want in a partner and what you don't and and it sucks and it's brutal and it hurts but like it is the right decision in the end and I think they're just both too immature to know that yeah because it's like of course Madison it's only been two fucking months and of course you guys are still gonna have feelings two months after you broke up with someone you really cared for that's natural but that doesn't mean get back together no (laughs) yeah I think she made a really reasonable choice there I mean lifestyle is huge lifestyle is your whole relationship I mean when we say lifestyle like to me I the problem that I had with this whole thing was all of a sudden out of the woodwork people are talking about lifestyle lifestyle the lifestyles are different and I'm like whoa 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 what is Maddie's lifestyle because all we've really got right it hasn't actually even been clear to us was that she's saving herself from marriage I mean I think that we can like inference that she doesn't drink I mean, he brought the app, the sparkling apple. Yeah, a lot of people have kind of made that. But we don't even know that for a fact, but it seems that way. And she's really religious. So, like, those three things, like, I think, depending on where on the scale you are on those things, aren't necessarily, like, so much that he couldn't be with her. But the way everybody's talking about it, including her, is acting like, no, our lifestyles are so different. Which makes Which me was think frustrating. That there must be more. I want to know what that is. Yes. Well, so I was listening to a podcast, Nick Viles' podcast, shout out. Viles, Viles. And Kelsey was on it. And Kelsey was very, I felt, I empathized with her because this was the first podcast Kelsey had ever done now. Like now being like a Bachelor alum and like yeah. being invited to do this. So she was obviously very nervous and she was obviously very careful about her words and was trying to be very much like, like, I love Madison, and I love Hannah Ann, so, like, re- I'm really trying to not say anything negative, but Nick kept being like, all right, but just give me your honest opinion. Like, do you think they'll they'll last? Like, what do you think? And it took a lot of prying, but it fi- Kelsey alluded to the fact that she does not feel that Madison was as 
clear and straightforward with Peter about how religious she actually is even now because I think Kelsey was saying you know we all in the house like knew like what our understanding of how religious she is is like on another level of like what I saw her share with Peter so I don't think Peter even realizes how religious she actually is according to Kelsey who lived with her yeah. for several weeks in the house um and said and has said she also like likes Madison and thinks she's a great girl so this wasn't her trying to like say mean yeah. things or talk shit this was just her saying like because Nick was very confused what was she not being like straightforward about with Peter you just mean the whole like sex thing like saving herself from marriage and Kelsey was like no 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 like it's not just that but I don't think she was totally honest with him like about her religion like she just kept saying that and I'm like so ju that just makes me feel that M Madison is maybe leaps and bounds more religious than just like a girl who is wants to wait for marriage to have sex. Like, I think there's a lot more to it. I mean, doesn't she do... What does she do for a job? Doesn't she do some... Foster care recruiter. Oh. So it's not That's a religious, not really religious thing. job. But I could see her being really... Oh, my gosh. It's just so frustrating to me because it's just like... Yeah, this is hard to recap because I just really want to talk about... Right, the then let's just talk. Let's just talk about I, where we're at now, guys. Because where I'm at. very frustrated because I need to smack... I don't get why everyone in the world can see this and can see that, like, look, Madison seems like a very sweet, nice girl, whatever, but, like, Peter, this is, and even if you do really have strong feelings for her and you love her, this is not some, this is not a marriage at all. Why are we doing this? And I just, why can't he see that? I don't get it. Because I think that neither him nor Maddie are ready, not just for marriage, but for a relationship because I'm just trying to picture how a relationship even just not even a marriage just a, a casual relationship would go with them and I don't well I don't get what, what it would look like she I, lives in Alabama he lives in LA he likes to go out and party a lot that part has been very clear yeah. he's incredibly close with his family she's mm -hmm. incredibly close with her family and both of their families don't like the other one this is right. not a match <laughs> this is not a Romeo and Juliet situation no, and I feel not. like people are trying to make it out like oh star-crossed lovers their families like don't like the other one no your families are actually right here you don't work like this isn't going to work and I feel like they are both so immature that everyone telling them it's not going to work makes them want to be like haha we're gonna prove you wrong let me be honest with you guys you're not gonna prove us wrong in two three months it's gonna be we tried it didn't work out or even so a week from now we're gonna get a post that's like yeah we just couldn't get past it right because I mean well because even in a perfect situation here okay so so you do, guys. Love conquers all. Peter then also is celibate until marriage. And you guys, like, you fly around the country and you make it work. And then you get married. Peter, you are very close with your family. I don't think he would be happy being married to someone that his family so openly doesn't approve of. Like, that... No, that, that's, I think that's a really, really hard thing to get past. It is. Um, and while I do think Barb is, like, so unhinged... Like, I don't know. I have... I loved Barb, and she Same. was saying all of the things that I was thinking. Yes. But to say them on live national television to your son and in front of, like, whew, I would be so mad if my parents said that to me. <laughs> like, I don't care what you think. Like, please say it to me in private. Yeah. Do not shame me on national television. So definitely agree with you. There. Like, I do agree. Like, like, Barb could have said something, like, very neutral of, like, you know, we didn't get off on the best, like, foot with Madison, but... 
if Peter loves her, like, we're willing to give her a second chance. That's yeah. it. No, but, but she just, like, dug in so hard. So, first of all, I just have to say that I'm Team Barb. I thought it was amazing. She was the star of the show. I loved every second of it because she was basically my brain. Like, everything she was saying was what I was thinking. Um, could she have probably done it in a more tactful, like, less, like, uh, like obnoxious way absolutely like, was she rude sure was but she like, rude she was definitely rude but that's her kid she right. pushed and she sees that him out of her body ridiculous so she can talk to her kid however she wants to talk to her kid and none of us really i'm not a mom like i'm not gonna tell her whatever but this is what i thought was interesting because i was listening to um happy hour and Rachel Lindsay was like, everybody's going to hate me for saying this, but I really feel for Barb, blah, blah, blah. And she was telling why. And her, she just said it. And I totally agree with her. We have to also keep in mind that after Monday night's episode, all these people don't have the full story and are just seeing Barb act this way and are sliding into her DMs being like, why do you hate Maddie? Why right. do you love Hannah Ann so much? Like talking all this crap to her. So now she has the opportunity to speak out and speak her truth and say, like, okay, but this is what you didn't see because we don't see everything. Like, this is my side of the story. And was it negative? Yes. But the first thing she said was basically, like, no, no, the reason that I was negative about Maddie and positive about Hannah Ann, listen to how differently their, this, these visits went. And I had these side by side. And the whole jet lag thing was just kind of funny. <laughs> she is very over the top and dramatic. She is. She is. But what she was, I feel like she was just trying to defend herself to all these people on the internet that are now attacking someone's mom's, like, Instagram. Like, could you <laughs> hop off? Like, she's not your mom. Like, relax. But people are so personally, I feel like, offended because it is a mom. I almost feel like people watch and they're like, either put themselves in this situation where they're like, oh my God, if my mom did that. Or they have a mom that's like that and they're just like so, like, having, like... Tr like like PTSD about like how they're like it's just right. so funny like how polarizing this has been like how Barb has acted and then the second point that I would like to make is there's no way that Barb knew that the camera was on her that whole time that was obnoxious <laughs> she would not have done all that if the camera was on her the whole time and if she did do that even knowing the camera was on her then yes we stand a queen <laughs> tell us how you feel Barb like tell us how you feel yeah she's I, not wrong was she rude yes was she wrong? No. He's going to have to fail to succeed. Like, that is, a, she said what I was thinking in my mind better than I could have said it myself. Did she need to say it on national television? No. Am I thankful that she did? Yes, because I was so excited. I was like, this is exactly how I feel. If all of his family and friends don't support this, this is not going to work out. Peter's not right. a guy that can go out there and, like, move away from his family and, like, be independent. Peter's not an independent guy. Right. And he, he has codependency <laughs> issues based on, obviously, how he was raised by this Mother, I'll stop now. You no, 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 it's fine. Keep just, going. I love Barb. <laughs> <laughs> I I agree with everything you're saying, and I think people have twisted this to be like, oh, like this is like such an unhealthy dynamic with mother and son, and like Peter needs to get out of his mother's house and move in with Madison because she's the strong woman that can take him away from his family. And it's like, is Barb a lot? Yes, but like at the end of the day, this is a woman who loves her son and is she sometimes over the top and overbearing and maybe a little overprotective sure but like she's always going to be his mom that doesn't like I just don't get the people that are such hardcore Maddie stands that they're like yeah, I don't get it either because even if you are a Maddie stand really that's who you want Madison to end up with someone who she broke up with him left so then by default he just got engaged to another girl said he loved her all of these things only to like 
not only still be kind of in love with you and not being fair to Hannah Ann, but then then we find out the Hannah Brown tea that he also wanted to reach out to Hannah Brown for closure. So now Madison, now you think that's someone who you are going to pursue a relationship with? I just I don't see how anyone wins in that situation. No, I yeah, I don't understand the like Peter, you're isolating yourself from no. all of your friends and family and looking like a fool. I don't think it's someone who's going to be great for Madison <laughs> and like like Peter, so, what are you trying to prove? Or is this this like little rebellious moment where he's like, I think what we see with know. Madison, and this is going to be offensive, but like only like two hundred people listen to this podcast, <laughs> so whatever, I probably won't be canceled. But I think what we see with Madison, why people like her so much, it's that pocket of very conservative yes. Christian viewers. It's the same reason that Colin and Cassie are popular at all. It's the same reason that Tia is so popular and Raven was so popular. Like these are the people that like it's just a facet of our country that like loves her and that's fine and what's interesting is like the tias and the ravens are the ones coming out so hard on twitter for maddie and i'm like yeah well yeah because those are their people right like they share those values and they share those beliefs and that is fine i'm not disrespecting your beliefs you do you you want to save yourself from marriage you want to go to church every day it's your life you do what you want with it all I'm saying is maybe don't come on a show where the lead guy is the most famous for having sex four times in a windmill. Maybe right. that's not where you're going to meet your husband, Madison. And I truly don't believe that her intentions of coming on the show were to find a husband. I think they were, because, because if they were, then, she, then she, these values and these beliefs that she's saying are important to her clearly aren't, right? Like, the second you knew Peter was the bachelor, you knew that his values did not align to your values. Right. And but yet and you it's continued... Like because yeah. you want the Instagram followers and you want the clout and you want to be an influencer. And that's fine, but don't get don't get on all of us now for being critical. You want to be an influencer, you want all the followers, you get the criticism too. Do you think she thinks she can change him? Like, do you think she mm. can, like, save his soul a little bit? Yeah. Because I, I do get those kinds of vibes too. Yes. You know, when she expressed to him on one of their dinners, like, you know, how religious she was and faith is important to her, he was like, yeah... That's not a thing I really do, but, like, I'm open to, like, being better about it, which felt like a very nothing answer to me. It just felt like a, ah, this is something that's important to you, so I'm going to say I'm open to it, but, like, not on my radar whatsoever. But later down the line, when she was meeting with Barb, because Barb was like, look, my son's not religious. Like, you know that, right? And she's like, yeah, but, like, he said he was, like, really open to it and open open so to, like, like, growing and changing. I think she thinks that she's she can, like... a saleswoman like, for the Christianity. Yes. I, like, think I, can, I can I sell think this car. That, there's a part of, like, that sort of Christian culture that is like that. Yes. Um, so I do... Part of me thinks that she thinks she can change him. Which, that's a lesson that every woman has to learn, that you can't change a man. And men have to learn about women, too. You can't change a partner in yeah. major ways like that. Like, it's just, it's probably not going to... And I just don't see, like... Work out. I don't know. I've been doing a little deep dive into Barb's Instagram today. Because I Love. think she's so, like, outside of this whole moment that she's had where she was a little rude. Like, she is a fun mom. Like, she is. You know, she is the kind of... Whether it's necessarily the best for her son's development at the age of 28 or not is, like kind of none of my business but she is definitely the kind of mom who's like yeah like boys like have all your friends over you can drink in my house like let's but like get a little drunk like with them and like dance around and And as someone who didn't have that kind of mom I'm like wow that's so fun but can you imagine Maddie in that situation here I'm pulling up her Instagram because it's whatever I can't find it but on her Instagram right now but 
So on she she's like such a mom on Instagram. She has like you know how there's highlights where you can put your stories like into the permanent section of your profile. So she has one highlight and it's from like two or three years ago and there's a much chubbier Peter like drinking beers like dancing with his brother like in the kitchen and you can tell it's just like a family event and like everyone's just like having a night in and like getting a little too drunk and like dancing in their house but she's definitely the kind of warm mom that like yeah bud like invite all your friends over like party in the basement and I'll make you guys food in the morning I just I just can't picture and to be fair Peter is now a 28 year old man and maybe the time for that chapter in your life has passed and maybe move out of your mom's house. But can you picture Madison being a part of a family like that? Like they're clearly, they're so open. They're so loving. They're touchy feely. Like they talk about sex very openly and they're sex positive and they're, yeah, let's get a little drunk and do some dancing and eat some food. That none of those things seem like things Madison does. No. Besides the eating food. Cause we all do, but like, <laughs> right. but like does she? I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not body shaming her. Right. She's, we'll cut it she's out. She's hot. We'll she's athletic. Whatever. Great. I, yeah, I told I completely agree with you. I look at Barb and I'm like, if that woman likes me, I would love to be her daughter-in-law. People are like, oh my God, run for the hills, Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann would have had a fine time with Barb. Hannah Ann would have fit in with that. Hannah Barb Ann seems like a very yes. warm, loving, like, like oh, as soon as I meet you, a hug, hi, hi, hi. Like she was like holding back tears the whole time, but like in a good way. I think Hannah Ann would have fit in great. She fit right in. Um. One issue that I did have at the end when Barb was talking, which again, I thought everything she was saying was fine. I thought Maddie's point about it's not just your son, it's both of us. Like, I was choosing mm-hmm. him too. That was totally valid. It is your journey too, Madison. Absolutely. Which is why I was so supportive of you when you walked away from this because that is what made sense to, that's what logically makes sense, but sh- whatever. It is your journey too. But my issue with this whole thing was Barb is going off. She goes off. <laughs> Maddie is like trying to respond. She's tra- clearly trying to be respectful. She's like in the beginning, she's smiling. She like wasn't really saying anything. Peter, this is your mom. Yeah. It's your mom, dude. You have to say something. <laughs> saying, mom, please stop. So it really reminded me of that like whole thing of it's not necessarily the mother-in-law. When when guys have that mom that they're like super close with and that like whatever that women like have so much issues with, it's not necessarily the mother-in-law that's the problem. It's your man and how he deals with his mother that is the problem. If he turned around and was like, Mom, knock it off. You're embarrassing me. Like, shut this down. He had the power to do that in that moment, and he didn't. He didn't stand up to his mom. That is a Peter problem. That's a Peter problem. If you let your mom continue to treat you this way, like, that's, like, it's just, this is on Peter. Like, it's not on either Well, that's why I don't see why why Madison someone of her morals and values and faith and all these things wants to pursue a relationship with Peter at this point. At this point, why does anyone even in America want to pursue a relationship with Peter? I do want to bring up one point, though, that I think is interesting. Like, the role of Chris Harrison meddling, especially towards the end here, That's which is kind of getting us to this point. Because I keep comparing it to Ari's situation. So he was with Becca. He was having doubts. He was having regrets. Ari reached out to Lauren on Instagram, tried and then connected with her, spoke with her. This all happened. I think it's very frustrating for me that so this thing happens with Hannah Ann and Peter. <coughs> they break up. Peter did not reach out to Madison, and Madison did not reach that out we know of. to Peter. You're you're right that we know of, but 
I don't know if it's necessary. Like, Chris Harris, I mean, they have a show to produce, and they just wanted that happy ending. They wanted Peter with someone, right? Like, they can't have this this whole Bachelor season come to a head like that. But the fact that, you're, you're right, I guess that we know of, but so it was I, not made clear to me that Peter had been reaching out to Madison, and we have Chris Harrison now coming down to, like, bring her back just to force this situation. It's like... Why? So you guys can now date and then three months later decide that the very valid reasons that you guys broke up are still valid. Like, I just felt that there was more meddling in this season to try to get the ending that they wanted mm. to just... But it it just doesn't hold the same weight when it's not Peter actually reach Like, this was produced, right? Like, would Peter have actually gone to find Madison after Hannah Ann broke up with him? So, I have something I'm going to read from okay. Reddit because Thank you. people give some, cl- like, there's information from different places that yeah. people tied together for the timeline because the timeline's very interesting, but even... I would love to know more about the timeline. So, this is a post that's called, The Biggest Elephant in the Room is the Overlap Between Maddie and Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann okay, said on the sure. podcast... Oh, this is what I was going to say. My biggest takeaway from this whole thing was there's a lot of information that they're not giving us. Yes. So, that whole thing with... Chris Harrison was very fishy to me because it just felt like an artificial now we have to fill in the gaps of this storyline mm-hmm. more so than him meddling was my takeaway from it because that's fair the stuff that Hannah Ann was saying and we can talk about that the stuff that Hannah Ann was saying like all these things along the way like we did not get the full story no we didn't get any especially when Hannah Ann shows up and they have their whole breakup we got no context of like okay is this a happy couple weekend that now they're deciding to break up did they decide to break up and now they're just getting together so that they can film the conversation? And none of it was incredibly clear because Peter said several yeah. times, no, it's not really all about just because I still have feelings for Madison. There was like a lot he claims. there. Yeah, that and that's when she not called really... out the Hannah Brown thing. So I'm the, so she was a guest, like she yeah, recorded yeah. right after she was a guest on the Happy Hour podcast. So basically she said on the podcast, they went on like from, base, from so the filming ended like, November, like mm-hmm. around Thanksgiving, they did Thanksgiving. They had all the holidays. Oh, they did. Happy, great, fine. The show started to air in January. All was well and good. As the show started to air, is when she started to hear from Peter. Oh, I want to. Around the time that the Hannah Brown episode was coming out. Oh, I want to reach out to Hannah Brown and get closure. Oh, I'm having. Apparently, he never really straight up said to her. At least she claims about the things about Madison. He just kept saying like. I'm really having a trouble, like, processing all my emotions from the show. He just, like, couldn't get over it. And so that's what she said led to her coming out there. But she said before she even came out there, she texted him and said, if you're going to break up with me when I come out there, could you just give me a heads up? I will be fine, but I would just like the heads up if that's what I'm walking into being filmed to do. Right. And he said, no, no, like, that's not what's happening here. Like, I want to, I want to be with you, like, blah, blah, blah. Then she shows up, and he breaks up with her and is like, I can't give you all of my heart. So that's why she said she was so blindsided. But it felt like she was almost breaking up with him. That was the other thing, was because we were all acting like Peter broke up with her, but I kind of felt like it was her walking away from him, which she should have. Yeah. 100% support her in doing so. think that was the right thing. Her speech was amazing, like, loved every second of her violating him. She did well. But it did feel like him being like, oh, I'm blue, and like, in a way, like, if she had turned around and said, like, okay, we'll get through this, it would have, he would still be, they would be still be together. Right. <coughs> she walked away more so than he broke up with her. Yes. Right. Which is so confusing. To, I don't know. So what people are saying, though, on the, on the interwebs mm-hmm. is Hannah Ann said on the podcast that her and Peter broke up end of January is when that was filmed. Okay. They're claiming 
By February 1st, Maddie was at a baby shower with Peter. There's, like, some evidence of that online. I have not seen that, so that is unconfirmed. Interesting. Maddie and Chris Harrison filmed that stage scene February 11th. So all the can't eat, can't sleep was all fake. All the is he okay. She already knew that they were, like, together. Mm -hmm. So this is the context viewers are missing when Barb rolls her eyes. She already knows about oh. all this. So this is just, a, this is obviously unconfirmed. It's on Reddit. Some random user posted it. Toru Stings. Thank you, Toru but Stings, But that makes a lot more sense. But to me, that makes sense. And then it's like, yeah, Barb is mad because she's watching this whole nonsense of filming. So to me, that storyline makes sense because, okay, Peter, like maybe there's overlap between the two. Maybe that was part of the problem. Peter was talking to Maddie while he was engaged to Hannah Ann. But the Bachelor producers don't want it to look that messy, and they don't like when the stuff comes out about people DMing. So they're like, we're yeah. going to stage this whole romantic thing where Chris... There's no way that Chris Harrison just randomly flew to Alabama, period. Well, I just felt that they wanted to... Well, like they knew... Hannah and Peter had broken up and they knew that this so what is their finale going to be right like the after the final rose is going to be I I thought that was Chris Harrison just trying to get the ending that like the network wants because they need some sort of resolution happy couple something otherwise yeah which is promising so this it just says I like how they sum this up this is pretty much an Ari situation but Peter is being protected Maddie is being protected and Barb is being villainized so I guess mm. my takeaway is just, and that could be false, right? That could not be what's happening. But we have to remember that all of this is produced and all of this is edited and there's so much happening that we don't see. So before we all jump on Barb and yell at Barb and be like, how dare you? You don't have the whole story. Right. She said that thing about like compromise at the end and like only one person here is compromising. I felt like that was kind of alluding to there's more here. They've already had this conversation. Yes. yes. Maybe it's she refuses to move to L.A. Maybe he's moving to Alabama. Who knows what the compromise problems are. But there's clearly, there's been more here. There's no way in hell, there's no way in hell that they talked in L.A. for two hours when it was filmed and then didn't see or speak to each other again until right. the live show. There's no way. And if there is, then they shouldn't be together because they clearly don't want to talk to each other. Sure. You have your phones. Like, there's no... No, I know. The, you know. the whole thing, I feel like you just dropped so much on me, so I need to, like, you digest process, it and process it. Yeah, I just saw that, like, like this afternoon. <sighs> it's frustrating that ABC chooses to... What? Breaking news. What? Tyler C's best friend, Matt, is on Claire's season. Oh, my God. That is kind of breaking news. <laughs> I just yeah. heard it here first. I, I got a text about it, and I was like, oh, because um, Claire's men have been posted, so maybe by the end oh. of this episode, we could do a little scroll through her list. Yeah, let's looks do that. Um, but my friend just texted me that Matt is on Claire's season. Very interesting. How interesting is that? I don't know if I see that working, but I'm going to let it happen. Yeah, who knows? I, know, I really know nothing about Matt, to be perfectly honest, other than he's just like Tyler C's friend that always pops up. Yeah. On we support, we stand. So great. Sorry for that random breaking news. No, but that is breaking news. This is a news um, platform. And does that mean we're going to be seeing some more of Tyler C? Would love I that. feel like Tyler went through a weird phase where he was trying to distance himself from the show. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, I'm a real model now. I date Gigi Hadid. And that didn't work out for him. And now he's slowly coming back around to being like, oh, yeah, no. Like, I do Bachelor interviews. Like, this is who I am. Yeah. I and I'm here for right. it. I need Tyler C in this universe yeah 
Wow, this whole thing with Peter. I'm just <laughs> back to Peter. We're not. I'm well. I'm just now. I agree with you that we're not getting the whole story because so much of it. We were sitting there being like, wait, like it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Why are they actually breaking up? Like, what are the real reasons? And I just thought maybe Hannah and could just really sense that it wasn't her. Like it was her by default. It wasn't really Peter choosing. It was him just kind of doing that, right? Like. Because obviously when she said yes, she didn't know the whole story of Madison. She heard Madison left two days ago. That could have meant Peter sent her home to not put her through a rose ceremony. Like, she doesn't know the extent of it until it all starts unfolding after the fact. So that's just kind of what I chalked it up to. But in the moment, I was very much, wait, what the fuck is happening here? Yeah. Hmm. I know. So I just feel like, I don't know, I refuse And why are they protecting them, though? Like... Because I get it that he's it. the lead and he's the bachelor and they want and think that out. to be... Um, I just feel like we have to pause for a second on this math thing because I just briefly checked Reddit. Do you want me to stop recording? No. Oh, 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 oh. People can know. So someone posted on Reddit, calling it now, Matt James to be the first black bachelor. Ooh. The Matt James, Tyler Cameron's best friend, has been cast for Claire's season. I would bet he is 100% a plant for the producers. He's hot, charming, established, and completely vetted. He'll get... A great edit, make it just far enough, have his heart broken, and then be crowned the first black bachelor. Yeah, because he's kind of, he's a lot younger than her, right? I don't, because he's Tyler's age. Yes. Yeah, so I don't see him maybe being I don't see like him a real match. match yeah. Love that. I don't know much about, about Matt, but I'm happy to find out. I'm so excited for Claire's season. I am too. I just, now I want to know more about this whole thing. I know. So that's uh, the biggest Now I'm stressed. Is Ugh. we don't have all the, t- like we just don't have all the information. We don't. We don't know. It's because the way that Hannah Ann was talking to Peter when she broke up with him was like, or when she was leaving was like, she said she was betrayed. My initial thought when you say betray is that he cheated on you in some capacity. There's just, I just don't, I'm not buying, I'm not buying the Chris Harrison interview with Maddie. Well, yeah, I always saw it as Chris Harrison was trying to get, get an ending because yeah. otherwise what was this finale going to be? It was going to be pretty brutal. Yeah, it was just going to be, yeah, I broke up with Hannah and left me because I couldn't get my crap in a pile. And all I just keep thinking about, and now I've just been DMing Maddie, basically just being like, I like you. I like you too. But it's not going to work. It's not going to work. But I like you. I like you too. (laughs) It's not going to work. That's their conversations. That's why they can't go on Kimmel. What are they going to say? Seriously, though. Because I also, not to... (coughs) Like, critical, so critical of Maddie, but I don't get, like, the obsession with her. No. She's fine. That's how I felt about her the whole time. And I kept saying, because you were like, I don't get it, I don't get it. And I was like, oh, she's fine. She stays out of the drama. Like, she seems level-headed. Like, cool girl. Sure. All of those things are still true. All of those things are true about her. It does not mean that she's right for Peter. There is some wonderful religious cult leader out there. Just kidding. (laughs) That was the line. There's this wonderful, like, God-fearing man out there that has the same beliefs as her and is saving himself too and like that guy's out there for her but even for peter it's like why there's some party girl out there for peter too like it's just these are not it you're not it right but then why why the tunnel vision like why because that's the person the one person who he can't have i guess yeah because he's immature and he doesn't know what he he keeps going like i honestly like when ari dumped becca to be with lauren at at first, I was like, well, this is crazy because Becca is a great girl. Yes. And, and so is Lauren. I'm not going to diss Lauren. But then after I, like, came to terms with it, I, I looked at it and I was like, oh, this does make so much more sense. Like, how do you see Becca with Ari? Like, Lauren and Ari, 
they're very similar in a lot of ways. Like, their little life together in Arizona, like, seems like exactly what both of them want, and that's great. So this whole thing with Maddie, you give, like, the same type of thing. You're going to risk it all. Everyone's going to hate me because I need to be with Madison. It's like, dude, why? Yeah. I have not seen any, and granted, we don't see everything, but I have not seen any sort of, like, crazy connection I just don't think that he was ready to be the bachelorette and that goes back to our criticism of the whole season which is stop casting these young people who don't know what they want not that I'm saying 28 is too young but Peter clearly does not know what he wants right someone who knows what they want is not that indecisive right when I try to figure out what I want for dinner and I have a really (laughs) hard time with it it's because I just don't know what I want so I can't decide between sushi or tacos or whatever I just can't decide because I don't know what I want he can't decide between these women because he does not know what he wants maybe because he doesn't know who he is because because he he still lives at his parents house everything (laughs) his mom and dad tell him to I know Peter needs a therapist and he needs to do self-work and that is it he does not need a relationship with Maddie well, and that's why Claire's season will be so good because they need to pick people, not just someone who was popular from the last season who got their heart broken, someone who actually is, it doesn't matter what age they are, an established person with a life, career, a life. Like, Peter had a career, I guess, but not he didn't have a life. He still lived at his parents' house. He didn't have his own apartment and, like, all the, they need a life that they're just looking for that one missing piece of a person to share it with. That is an excellent point, right? They need the missing piece. Like, they just Not a piece in a puzzle that you're hoping you'll be able to put together after you get that piece, and then maybe the rest of the puzzle. The rest of the puzzle doesn't come together because you've put a a person in your life, right? Like, you don't fix your life by getting a relationship. Just like you don't fix your life by losing 20 pounds. Like, you're at the end, or moving to a new country. Like, you're still you. Peter, you're still you. You still have all your issues, whether you're with Maddie, whether you're with Hannah Ann, whether you're with your mom, whether you're alone. You're still you, and you still need to deal with you. Well, and this trend has been going PSA to the world. Wild. There, but this trend of picking just the most popular, like even even Hannah Brown, like yeah. she didn't even move into move to LA and kind of like start her life till really after she was the Bachelorette. So how can she possibly know what she's looking for in her adult life when like she still lives in Alabama and yeah. had not really moved on to that next phase yet? They did the same thing with Colton. They did, and that's why we keep getting these seasons where no one is really ready to actually get married and settle down and just like do the thing because... Well, I think it all started going downhill with Colton. What, yeah. How old is Becca? Uh, unclear. I can oh, look okay. it up. But Becca seemed a lot, again, a lot more established. She like she was a grown together. adult, had a had a job, lived on her, like just needed that one thing. She's in her late twenties. Okay. So Colin was a lot young. Was not a lot. Colin's twenty six. But I don't think it's even age. It just has <laughs> to go with where you are. In your where life. you are in your life, and they they just go with what like yeah. Colin was not there. Peter was not there. Hannah Brown wasn't there. Honestly, like even if the whole thing with Jed hadn't happened, I'm not sure if she really was established in her life to, to really know. Oh, the wine is chilled, finally. The wine chiller is saying it's chilled, so let me turn off the buzzing. Wine is chilled, but we drank it all already. I know. Well, the ice helped me. I don't mind some room temperature wine. But, um, like, even Ari, for as fucked up as he was at the end of his season, like, he was older and established and knew what he wanted, and then him and Lauren were able to get married, and then 
have babies and buy a house and like do their thing. Like yes, even the like Colton and Cassie, they're not doing that anytime soon. <coughs> no. So for what the Bachelor is, they need to cast someone who is able to give them the ending that they want to have. You. Right, and I think Claire will do that. I do too. I just hope that it works for Claire. It will be so hard if we get a, not a good ending for Claire. We have for like to. The, what fourth or fifth time? I think she'll be really great. Um, is there anything else we want to talk about? Uh, let me just breeze through my notes and make sure I've said all I want to say. I mean, I had so many things I was going to say until it all really happened. I did too. I had a lot of notes too, but I think reiterating things that ever, like, no, we all saw the show. We all know. Yeah. I mean, I loved the baby kangaroos. Yes. The real star of the show. The baby kangaroos. So cute. No, do you want to look at the new Bachelorette cast? Just take a quick breeze through. I don't think they have profiles up or anything. Bachelorette cast. Bachelorette men of Claire's season. What did you click on? This is New York Post, but I do have the headshots. Do you have the headshots? But there's no bios, right? Um, It doesn't look like it. Just says, yeah, it says... Aaron oh, G. If you go to the three Fort Lauderdale. If you go to the Cosmopolitan one, they have some information. About okay, it. and I want it like laid out. Like, I don't want to have to click through things. Oh no, the Cosmopolitan one's a slideshow. Yeah, I don't want that. Claire contest. So Matt J. That's the one who is Tyler Cameron. Oh yeah, this this Tyler Cameron's BFF and roommate who's constantly on his Instagram stories. He's twenty eight. He's so he's a little bit older. If you've been following Matt since last season, you know he's cute, funny, and extremely nice. Rooting for him to win this thing. Ooh, we have our first 40-year-old, Brett E., 42. Ooh. Yes, Brett. He's an executive at a health and wellness chocolate company. But he's also divorced with two sons. Huh. that's cool. Sounds like somebody who, like, has been to, through life. There are a lot of 25, 26-year-olds, I must say. Like, I feel like I get 25, 25, 25, like, 32-year-olds. I'm still in the first few. I have the 30, 42, 28, 31, 27. Ooh, this guy's 23, James C. 28, 27, 36. 36. Yeah, I'm surprised. I thought they would have a lot more men in their 30s. There's a Tyler C, mm-hmm. but he's no Tyler C. <laughs> yeah, no. He's going to be That's gonna a be night one fun. elimination for sure. 25. 27, 26, 23. Get right. Some of these are a little silly. All right. Aaron G, 33. Mike T is 38. Yeah. So a lot of guys in their 20s. I would like to see more guys in their 30s, but at least we oh, have well. some. Yeah. This guy's from Edison, New Jersey. <gasps> 26. Greg G. Do we know a Greg G? I don't know. Did you go to CCNJ, Greg G? Let me know. But we'll actually don't if you're going to be embarrassing because it's our last. TCNJ contestants <laughs> didn't do so great. True. The older guys are cute. Yeah. Just because you're old doesn't mean you're ugly, Erin. I know that, but it's, I'm just saying, like, the young guys actually, like, I'm like, hey, go home. All right. Let's do a Rosenthorn. Okay. And close this out. Close this chapter of our lives for, for good. The se- a Rosenthorn for the season? Oof. Oh, well, I was saying the finale, but I feel like we're both going to have, <laughs> like, Barb. Barb as a rose and... Maddie as a thorn. Yeah, kind of. We could do a collective. Okay. Ba-da-ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. Rose and thorn. 
Beautiful. Thank you. Um, so the rose, or should we do the thorn first? Let's start with the thorn. The thorn. We've ag- uh, collectively agreed on our rose and thorn this week because there's like five people to choose from, and we're on the same page with this one. So our rose, no, our thorn. Our thorn goes to Maddie. Boo. Uh, and we're taking know, the stage. We're willing to get the nasty comments about it because well, someone I, needs to say it. There's nothing wrong with Madison herself as a person. It's just the the lengths to which we are now going to try this relationship that was made very clear in the middle of fucking Australia that was not going to work and was doomed for X, Y, and Z reasons to just rehash it yep. two months later at the expense of poor little Hannah Ann is not a good idea. No. And I just think, you know, <coughs> grow up at Peter, at Madison. Sometimes, guys, the moral of the story is sometimes love does not conquer all. Like, that is just such a stupid thing to keep telling yourself to think that, oh, all of there are all of these reasons why we cannot and should not be together. We're actually not even what's best for one another. But yeah, love will conquer all. Romeo and Juliet. Well, they died, guys. Right. So Romeo and Juliet's not really a story to emulate. Which is a little bit what this feels like right now, where they're like, it's just us. These star-crossed lovers in the world is against did us. Did I say that to you, or did I say that to someone else you, today? You did say some sort of Romeo and Juliet thing okay. earlier on, which I was like, oh, ding, ding. Okay. I was like, oh my god. I'll I, give you I, the credit for it. No, it was I, was like, I had that same thought today. No, I was just going to be like that. Wow. I but it's very immature of both of them to think that, because I think that's what they think it is. Although... Who knows? Because I'm, they won't I'm say still anything. waiting for Peter fucking Weber's statement. Like, Jesus Christ, you were The Bachelor, sir. I need you to keep posting on your Instagram story. Do you think that that's like a... Do you think he's like breaching a contract of some kind by not going to these things? I do. Like, there's no way that's not in the contract. That's what every single Bachelor has done... Or Bachelorette has done for as long as I can remember. Because yeah. Good Morning America is also owned by ABC. It's just like a thing they do. The past several seasons, even when even when Hannah's season didn't end the way she expected, and she, she was still single, had to go out alone. she still had to go out alone and be like, "Yep, well." Yes. So I don't understand why Peter is not doing it. And these shows covered it; they just <laughs> didn't have the interview with Peter. Good Morning America had it, and it was Wells and Jason Tardick that came on to do the interview and just talk about it. Jimmy Kimmel did a little recap; he just did his own little comedy thing. But um, yeah, I think that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, it feels like a, a big deal. And which also no guys, I'm about sorry, it. Hannah Brown went alone. So suck it up. Go on the shows. I mean, if you really want to like tell your story. Yeah. But I think I think the whole thing with Barb like made them not go for yeah. some reason. Like I think that I mean, obviously, I'm sure they don't want to deal with that. They don't want to deal with the questions. Well, and I'm sure they were very hurt and just like really thrown off by that. Because you could see like in the beginning when they were kind of putting this together, like, Peter had a little twinkle in his eye of, like, yeah, I still love Madison, and she came out, or whatever, and Barb just, like, shut it down so hard, and you could see both of their faces were just, yeah. like, no one was happy at the end of that finale, and to to grab Peter and be like, all right, now you're going on Jimmy Kimmel, and then you're red-eyeing to New York to do press all day long and continue talking about that. I just don't know how he got out of it. I would love to know. Hopefully one I day know. we'll know. Because it is very unusual. It is. And our rose goes to you know the one and only Barb. Barb. Wow, that was good. Is that a harmony? I think so. 
Okay, I don't really, I'm not really a singer, so I don't know. Um, we're giving Barb our rose because even though the internet wants to cancel her, Barb speaks the truth. Barb is only, is just, she's a mom. She loves her son. She sees some BS. She's rudely calling him on his BS on national television, which maybe is not the best way to handle it. But Barb's not wrong. No, everything she was saying were things I was also thinking and feeling. So, and Barb made this season tolerable to me. Barb saved the season. <laughs> if Barb was not on last night's episode, I would have said, I would have been so upset that this was just such a big waste of my time. So, no, thank she you, Barb. She's a character. She, honestly, she should get her own show. Yes, I would love a Barb spinoff. Or even oh if it's just like her chatting with like the people, like the former like contestants, contestants well, and things because like that. I don't know if you saw, um, she like, she obviously she loves Hannah Ann, we know that, but she also loves Kelly. Like yeah. she comments on Kelly's like Instagram, like we should go shopping, like. Right, she seems very supportive of all the other ladies. Like she's, She just like doesn't nice like Madison. Lady. Peter just picked a one that she like doesn't like, and the reason she doesn't like her is because she straight up said to her face, yeah, I don't love your son and I won't say yes to him if he proposes to me tomorrow even though he wants to. Right. I wouldn't like that. Valid. And also, what I was thinking today in the car was, like, if we really all stop and think about how we treat, like, if I stop and think how, I can only speak for myself, Erin, mm-hmm. if I think about how I treat my brother's significant others, I just am a little less loud about it than Barb. But if someone were to come and try mm-hmm. to date one of my brothers and make us wait all that time and basically be like, I basically give the vibe that they don't want to meet us. And be like, yeah, I'm really like, I don't really know if I'm into your brother. Oh my god, I would, I would hate that girl, and I would make her life hell. I would be so mean to her. That's what I do. I do that to the ones that are nice. I just, you're, <laughs> you're protective. Some of us are just assholes, and we're protective of the people in our family. So like, I totally, if we actually all stop and like put ourselves in Barb's shoes, or like think about if this was happening also, in your own life to yeah. your sibling, to your kid, to whoever, would you really want them to be with the girl who? Wasn't that into him? And also, saying, keep in mind, maybe? like, never once did Madison apologize or be no. like, "Look, yeah, I know that was like nope. such a, a bad, a really bad day for me, and I'm sorry you guys had to wait." And like, she, if anything, in a lot of the things that Barb was saying and calling out, doubled down and would be like, "No, I actually disagree." And it's like, Madison, not the time. Like at the end of the day, you can think what you think. But she's his mom. If you actually love Peter and want to be in a relationship with Peter, you need to get along with his mom. He's always gonna, she's always going to be his mom. Like, I don't know why she thinks, like, yeah. actually, Barb, I disagree, and here are the reasons why. It's like, yeah, go fuck yourself. I think one of the reasons that I was real, I really didn't like Maddie in that moment as well is this is a person who family is one of her biggest values. Yeah, it was so imperative to her that her family liked Peter. That was huge. Her dad had to approve of him. She cared so much about what her family thought. Like, she's a family person. So, you're telling me that you love Peter and you care about Peter, but not enough that you're going to try to make nice with his Well, mom. and that's what kind of goes back to, like, this little holier-than-thou Christian thing where it's like, oh, yeah, like, family's so important to me, except your family is, like, going against my values, so... Um, not your family. Yeah, kind of. Family is my most important value, but not yours because they're dirty. Like, what? Yeah, it just feels a little like, oh, well, or even like your family is questioning my choices. And that's fine. Those are your choices, but they can still question them. Like, it's, 
I don't know. Something about her rubs me the wrong way. And I don't want to be mean, but like... Just something comes off a little inauthentic. Like very, like, I don't know. I, and it could just be my bias towards that kind of brand of Christianity because I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. And I just think sometimes it can come off as like a little judgy, but it, it is, I don't know. Something's not right. Something's not right. Because as, much, as crazy as Barb is and whatever, like, not, I, I don't question her like, what she has I don't question like what she has to gain from any of this like you know what I mean she's just a mom like yeah. like look at her fucking Instagram with her little like Westlake Village like mom friends and like doing her things she's just a, cra- a crazy overdramatic lady who loves her son Madison comes off as a little like the fact that they're butting heads I'm just like mm. I think that Madison got a very good edit I think that Madison is really smart I think Madison has not drank anything all season so has not like slipped up I think Madison is a lot more manipulative and conniving than we have given her credit for and I think people probably aren't gonna like me for saying that no I know but when we actually stop and think about why did you come on this show why did you start this off thinking that Peter Weber whose values you already knew would be a good husband for you why would you why do you keep coming back why would you sit here and say, if you do X, I will feel Y, and then walk away and stick to your guns? And that was the moment. It was like, yes, I, that was all fine. But then come back. Like, no, there's something up here. There's something that's not right. And especially when she was, like, interrupting Barb to say, oh, I actually disagree, and here's why. Like, those speeches did feel like that was something she prepared for, and it was just kind of like, oh, that's why you're coming back. It's like to give you a little... Christianity speech. I don't know. It might be too controversial now, but like... I don't know. I think we're controversial in the fact that we just like Barb. Everyone who I spoke to today was so mad about her. Why? Because she was rude and, oh my gosh, and can you imagine having a mother-in-law like that, blah, blah, blah. If I'm Hannah Ann, yes, I can. Right. Sounds great. <laughs> like, Sounds like I would walk into Barb's house and she would pour me a glass of wine and she yes, would ask me and make me day, some food. Make and me like, some food. Who doesn't want and that? And would never shame you for getting like a little sloppy out with your friends and coming back home and crashing on her couch. But she that's loves because that. you and I have similar <laughs> values to Peter's family. Like, yes. Peter's family values, that's, yeah. Those are all my values. Have a drink. Have a good time. Like, get on the plane. Drinking, fucking, eating. Like, we love those activities. Get out there. Live your life. You only live once, right? Like, that, I'm like, yes. Like, like their family looks fun. Yes. Like, as much as it, I, I have been critical of it in the past to be like, okay, they're they're incestuous. Like, get over each other, yeah, guys. Chan- it's a lot of chanting, but, but. It's so fun to have a house where you, as like, as Peter and his brother and like their friends, like get along so well with the parents it's so fun to have like parents that can kind of join in when you guys party every now and then and like we'll take you guys like out to dinner on your birthday and I'll get a like I'll drink a little bit and come back to our house because it's a safe place like you know what I mean no one's doing anything crazy but to know that there's like a safe home that's open and welcoming no judgment like I don't know. And I think... Like, Hannah Ann would be able to be... Oh, like, I don't know. It's just... Exactly. She'd be over all the time, and they'd just all be hanging out, for playing right games girl. and eating. Yes. And, yeah. For the right girl. Like, I worry that now... Or, I don't worry. I know that people now look at Peter's family as like, ooh, that's like a hurdle. Like, if you're going to date Peter, you got to deal with his family. But for the right girl, it won't be. Right. Because she'll fit in. And it will be what he wants, and it will be that thing of, like... 
my family is really important and we want somebody who's part of the family. And I think that he can have that. I don't think that his family is so crazy that like there's something you have to deal with. Like there are families that are what you have to deal with. Like those families exist. They are out there. I don't think that Peter's is one of them. I think right. that he just has the wrong girl. Right. And I think he's going to continue to have the wrong girl as long as he tries to convince himself that this is going to work with Madison. Let's do yeah. over under how long you think it's going to last. Um, <laughs> I don't even think it's lasting right now. <laughs> I think they broke up after the final rose. Like, there's no way after. <laughs> Especially, like, if you're Madison and, like, the man that you're trying to date's mom just, like, dragged you on national television. Like, how do you recover from that? I don't think you do. I don't think that you do. Yeah. That was going to be my answer. <laughs> Damn. But you stole it, so that's fine. So I'll take, I give them one month. One month. Okay. Gina says, till 4th of July. Ooh. My mom is very anti-Peter. She said she lost all respect for him last night. Fair. See? The moms say Peter was wrong. He was. The only people I see really being into Madison are, like, people who I think are questionable people in real life. So basically what we're saying is, if you are not Team <laughs> Barb, you are questionable, you get out of here, something's wrong with you. Yeah, exactly. That's the moral of the story. So thank you so much. We now got kicked off air and... Um, we've been banned from ever podcasting again because we've insulted an entire religion. So that's our season. We oh, we, we made it, guys. We made it. We this hope that this episode was as disjointed and insane as the season felt for all of us. We hope that you all feel the same relief that we feel, that we no longer have to spend an hour, two hours, three hours of our time each week staring at Peter and his scar. <laughs> I know. Mr. Harry Potter over there. Mr. Harry Potter. Well, he does not have Harry Potter's powers, clearly. Clearly. But yeah, I really think the scar made it worse for me <laughs> this whole season. The first thing I typed in my notes was, why am I still staring at the scar? <laughs> why is it still happening? Such a bummer. The Scar had a longer relationship with Peter than any of the girls will. Ooh. And that's the tea. <laughs> yes, it is. Follow us on Instagram. On Instagram at Bachelor Blab and me at Jack and Maroney underscore and not Erin. And we'll see you guys kind of in a while from now. Okay, like two weeks from now after we do our, um, we're going to do an up, we're going to oh, give that's you right. an episode about uh, The Bachelor Live. We'll spill all the tea. We'll tell you all about it. Um, and I also applied to be a contestant on it and they have not told me if I've been accepted yet, but I hope I am. That so would be crazy. Keep your fingers crossed. Ah, so we're going to do that. And then we might have a couple random episodes of interviews with like former bachelors and bachelorettes. Um, but otherwise, this is farewell for a little bit from a consistent turning out of podcasts until Claire season, which hopefully will be much more positive for all of us. Um, so yeah, guys, thank you to our loyal listeners and bye. Shout out to loyal listeners. Bye. Do you want to do an outro? Oh, yeah. Beat it, ba ba da, beat it, ba, beat it, beep, beep, ba do. That's the outro. I went really deep on that. That was, I regret the, it. The vocal range is really phenomenal. <laughs>